Well, hello, hello, everybody. You know what this is. This is the S. Anthony Says podcast, also known as S. Anthony Says, starring yours truly, S. Anthony Thomas. And this is episode number 178. Um, I want to thank you guys again, man. It's been really, really cool. I mean, uh, it's been, you know, record after record after record after record for uh, most people listening to the show in short periods of time and recommending and all that kind of stuff. It's been really, really a blast to have all these new people come online and recommend me and say wonderful things. And I sincerely want to thank you guys. You know, um, the simple fact that, that, that this is starting to pick up and take off and become, you know, really cool. You know, a lot of people in this in this situation would begin to, to uh, you know, start feeling you know, overconfident and start being, you know, kind of full of themselves. And I'm not that kind of guy. You know, I was just telling my assistants, 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 assistants to send a message to her assistants, assistants, assistant that I'm not that type of guy and I will never be full of myself no matter how many people are listening to this. Just kidding. I would never do that because I don't talk directly to those people. I have the assistant to the assistant to the assistant's assistant send the message because <laughs> I don't talk to people uh, directly. In fact, everyone that's listening to this, I want you to do me a favor. Um, if you if you're if you're watching, if you're listening to this on your, you know, your iPhone or your Android phone or whatever kind of phone you're listening to this on. And you can see my Avi on the screen before the S. Anthony says podcast, even though that's a picture of me when I was a child. Um, that's still me. So don't look directly at it because you haven't earned that right yet. <laughs> Excuse me. Pat myself on the back. <laughs> I'm just some jackass with a podcast. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, I want to thank you guys very, very much. It's, it's very, very cool. Um, it's been cool talking to you guys and I, I really sincerely appreciate everything that you do and uh, much love to everybody. So cats and kitties, are you ready for episode number 178? You are cool. Then let's roll that theme song now. Go. You know what I want to ask you guys, you know, there's a line for some people where lazy stops and, and stupid starts. And sometimes it takes a while to figure out whether the person you're dealing with, the person who's doing something dumb is lazy or they're just stupid. You can't tell. Sometimes you can tell and sometimes you can't tell. I'll give you an example. You're in a house with a bunch of dudes. They're staying at your house. You're living in California and you decide, you know what? Just like everyone else, I'm going to get serious about my recycling. And you put the recycle cans near the kitchen and you only put cans and bottles in this big giant can that says recycle bottles, cans and boxes only in big letters on the front of the box. No food products, it says. No, and it basically lists the stuff that you can't put in the recycle bin in big letters because they know the world is full of people who can read but are still stupid or lazy. I don't know. We have to figure that out in this segment. 
So being a person who can read and is smart, I know also the person who, whose apartment it is. I know only to put rinsed out bottles, cans and non-contaminated boxes in the trash can. And I tell everybody that's staying over exactly what that is. If you have a pizza box, if you can see grease in the box from the pizza that goes in the regular trash, you can't recycle that. That's contaminated. You can't do it. If you have a box that you had food in it, if the food food was inside of plastic and didn't actually come into contact with the box you can throw the box in the trash but you can't throw the plastic inside in the trash because it's been contaminated with food product you can't do it pretty simple right in fact i decided not to even go that far with these dumb asses or lazy asses i don't know they're either dumb or they're lazy i don't know yet but what i said to these dopes okay or lazy bastards like i said don't know which one they are yet yet I say only thing that goes in there is bottles, cans and boxes and they must be rinsed out. I don't want any food of any kind, even remnants of food in the recycle bin. You dumb or lazy bastards. I didn't say that last part. So we're all hanging out and they're coming in and out of the place. They got the spare key. No big deal. They're not thieves. They're either lazy or stupid. I don't know which one they are yet. We'll figure it out in this segment. Those dumb or lazy bastards. So I come back to the house and I see a bunch of bottles in the trash can. I mean, not the trash can in the recycle bin. And some of them have remnants of beer at the bottle bottom of the bottle and some of the cans have a quarter and i got a quarter of a quarter of a can worth of a beer in it and soda but i'm going okay maybe i gotta tell these dumb or lazy bastards one more time so i have to sit there and stick my hand in take everything out take out all the bottles and cans these lazy or stupid bastards decided to throw in there dump out the contents rinse them out and put them back in and then i say when they come back I'll talk to the dumb or lazy bastards when they get back. So the dumb or lazy bastards get back. And I say, look, you dumb or lazy bastards. Okay, I didn't say that part. I said, guys, what did you do to the recycle bin? I don't know what you're talking about. Did you put the bottles and cans in? We put the bottles and cans in there like you said. No, you put the bottles and cans in, but you did not put them in like I said, you dumb or lazy bastards. I didn't say that part. I said, you left beer and soda in the bottles. Oh, no, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, they had explanations. They they were hemming and hawing, but it doesn't matter because it just sounded like to me because they're either dumb or lazy bastards. I don't know yet. We haven't decided. Day two. Now I go in and there's no bottles and cans. The bottles and cans are sitting on the counter. Well, they could have dumped them out, but at least they're not in the recycle bin. All right, I can live with it. And what is this in the recycle bin? A half eaten carton of ice cream. Open, not even closed, just dropped in there. There's a trash can on the other side of the kitchen. Yes, it's a big kitchen, but I don't think the distance between the recycle bin and the trash bin is an insurmountable amount of distance. I don't think anybody from the Olympic Society is going to call me and go, you know what? We can't decide which 
country to go to to do the marathon portion of, of our Olympics, but we saw the size of your kitchen, and it's such a great distance. It's 26.2 miles. You wouldn't expect someone. I mean, we know it's so big, no one could possibly go from the recycle bin 26.2 miles to the trash can. Can we do our Olympics in your kitchen? And I said, no, because the last time you did your Olympics in, in the kitchen, the people that were handing water to the people and juices to the people that were running the marathon from the front of the kitchen to the back of the kitchen kept throwing their juices into the recycle bin without rinsing them. And I still want to get paid for 50,000 bottles of juice in my trash can because it took me a while to clean that up. OK, none of that part is true. Back to the story. So I see a big giant thing of ice cream in there and it's melted down and it's now ice cream all over the bottles and cans that were rinsed by yours truly. And now I got to take them all out and rinse them out and rinse out the can and then dump out the ice cream and rinse out the box and throw the box, which is contaminated with food, into the trash can. Why? Because the people that were staying at my place are either dumb or lazy bastards. I don't know yet. We're going to find out soon. That's what I'm talking about. Sometimes you can't tell whether the people you're with are dumb or lazy. You don't know. I don't like people that don't go the extra step. I've always hated people that don't go the extra step. I will go the extra step. If I'm at somebody else's house and they need help with something, I've stayed at other people's houses before. I was at a friend's house. He was actually mowing the lawn. And I came up downstairs. I woke up. He goes, hey, that's what's going on. I said, hey, man, what's going on? I'm mowing the lawn. I said, you know what? Let me help you with that. And he said, oh, uh, you don't have to, but uh, sure, you can help out. And I did that. Why? Because I'm not a lazy bastard. And as you know, I'm definitely not dumb so i am not a dumb or lazy bastard back to my apartment back to the dumb or lazy bastard i don't know which ones they are yet we're about to find out now as time went on these bastards kept putting all sorts of things that were on the don't put it in the track in the recycle bin list into the damn recycle bin i'm talking about slices of pizza not even the pizza box is contaminated i might even have been able to tolerate that no the guy actually put in an eat half eaten slice of pizza on top of the rinsed bottles <sighs> A half-eaten cheesesteak upside down in the recycle bin. Oh. Brought a girlfriend over. She puts in, I'm not going to say what she put in, but she put in something that only women can put in. And I, uh, <laughs> And then I realized, no, they're not lazy bastards. Oh, no. I just have three really, really stupid friends. Stupid. And then I realized I'm stupid because if they're not going to put anything in the trash can because it's in the other side of the kitchen, why didn't I just take the trash can, put it in the front, 
of the kitchen, take the recycle bins in the back. The worst case scenario, these morons take the bottles, put them on the counter. I take, I, you know what? I'm at the point now because I don't want to keep sticking my hands in the disgusting crap these jackasses are putting in my recycle bin. I'd rather just rinse out the damn bottles. That's less disgusting. So I put the trash can where the recycle bin is and I put the recycle bin all the way in the back of the kitchen where the trash can was. Problems should be solved. Right? Well, the problem was I did not find there was nothing in the recycle bin. They did exactly what I wanted. They now were putting the bottles and cans of their sodas and whatnot on the counter. Fine. And now the trash can was up front. And I'm thinking this is going to be great. This is going to be great. At least all the stuff will be in the trash bag. No big deal. I picked the trash bag up. I got to take the trash out anyway. I picked the trash bag up or replace the trash bag and then I'll take it and throw it away and everything will be cool. Problem solved. Why didn't I do this in the first place? Because at first I thought they were lazy and now I know that they're just stupid. Problem solved, right? <laughs> no. I walk into the house and I see the trash can. And you know how sometimes when you put a trash bag on top of the trash can and people put things into the trash can and it stays in the bag because they place the things into the trash can. You know, there's a lid on the trash can where you can slide open the door. You put the trash in and then you close the door back down. Now I have trash and stuff all over the top of the trash can and not in the trash can. I was right. They're morons. Okay, I know they're stupid. It's like with kids. You know kids are dopes. You know kids are knuckleheads. So what you do is you take away the go, no, 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 no. Don't stick that pen in the electric socket. You can't keep saying that. They're going to do it anyway. So you put the plastic plug in so they can't do it. And they go on to do something else, something less dangerous. So now what do I do? I take the lid off the trash can because these dumb bastards keep putting stuff on top of the lid. And I go, okay, now the lid is off because they're obviously too dumb to work the lid. I take the lid off and I leave the trash can wide open. No problem. Problem solved. They're not so stupid to be able to mess this up. No one's that dumb. I mean, unless they have someone breathing for them or something like that or they have to get their asses wiped by somebody. They can't be too stupid to mess this up. So I leave. And then I come back three hours later. They're all gone. And I'm afraid to walk into the kitchen. I mean, let's be honest. We know what happened before. I told them not to put any, any kind of crap in the damn recycle bin. They put food and juice and crap and lady stuff in the damn recycle bin. I got to clean that disgusting crap out. And like a dope, I keep thinking I can correct them and correct them and correct them. And these adults who have driver's licenses will be able to figure this crap out. But no, I said, no, they're too dumb. Move the recycle bin back to the back of the kitchen. And these jackasses put crap on top of the lid. But then I take the lid off and I'm thinking, all right, that's it. They're not, they would be too stupid to mess this up. They can't mess it up. They can't mess it up. And then I turn the corner. And now the side of my refrigerator has food splashed on it. Why? Because they didn't want, because since the top of the lid was off, 
they figured why get out of a chair when we're going to throw our food away? Why not throw it away from where we're sitting? So now I have food splashed on the side of the wall and the side of the refrigerator. And because the food is being thrown toward the trash can, it eventually worked itself to the point where the the, 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 the impact of the food into the trash can while it splashed on the wall literally took the bag and pulled it from the sides of the can and the, the bag fell into the can. So now I have a can full of crap spilling off the sides because there's more crap in the can than the can can handle and there's crap on the walls and crap on the can bastards give me a minute oh those guys are idiots Whew, calm down this was a long time ago Whew, no, I know I'm, no, I'm angry right now even thinking about these jackasses Whew, everything worked out just be cool be cool it was a long time ago compose yourself Oh God, I want to kill him. Even though that was a long time ago, I want to get a time, get a time machine, go back in time, and choke slam all of them. Be cool, be cool, be cool. Oh God, they're idiots. Finish the story. Oh. So this time I decide I ain't cleaning up crap, and I turn on my television. In the eyes of the ranger, the unsuspected stranger had better know the truth of wrong from right. Yes, I'm watching Walker, Texas Ranger. I didn't realize he was nuts back then. And I'm watching it. And I hear him come up the steps. Hey, that's what's going on, man. And he got more food with him, you know, because I guess some of my wall wasn't covered enough yet. And I look at them. And they've seen that look before. And they're like, oh, what? What did we do? And I said, it's not about what you did, you dumb bastards. It's about what you're going to do. What? And I walked over to them. And I literally grabbed all of their, grabbed the shirts of all three of them. And I walked into the kitchen. And I pointed to what I had left on the floor and the counter. What was it? Pine saw. And a mop. And several sponges. And I said. You're going to clean my shit now. Or I'm going to kill. All three of you. What are you mad at us for? What am I mad at you for? You stupid bastards. You have driver's licenses. Two of you have advanced degrees. You have a bachelor's degree. I didn't even go to college. And I know, not that that's a bad thing in in certain circumstances, but I know when you go to somebody's house and they give you instructions for what to do, what not to do, you don't do those things. You don't put pizza slices in their recycle bin. You don't have a girlfriend come over and leave lady stuff in a recycle bin. You don't put trash on top of a trash can lid. And then when the trash can lid comes off, you don't have games where you... Turn the trash can into a basketball hoop and splash food all over somebody's walls, you morons. Now, I'm going to leave and I'm going to be back in about an hour. And if I come back and that trash can has anything in it or there's anything on my wall and it looks like it looked, doesn't look like it looked before you three morons got here. You see that broom handle? 
I'm not going to say what's going to happen with the broom handle, but all I'm going to say is I'm going to jam it up all your asses. Okay, maybe I just said what's going to happen, but you get the point. Now, was I really that harsh with him when I actually in actuality? Yes, I was. So I leave and I come back and my house is clean. Granted, for the next week or so when they were walking around me, they walked around for me, around me, and they would never turn their backs on me. And I'm going, this ain't prison, jackasses. I wasn't really going to jam the broom handle in your asses. <laughs> yes, I was. But that's when I realized there's a line between lazy and stupid. And those three dudes who were still friends of mine, by the way, and who no longer behave like that, by the way, they weren't lazy. They were just stupid. And I now know what that line is. Those formerly stupid, never been lazy bastards. Yeah, I said it. And as someone who's never been lazy or stupid, I would say to you, my friends, if you have any lazy or stupid people that are around you, do what I do. Be very diplomatic. Grab a broom handle and threaten to beat them with it. Okay, do not do that. Do not threaten to do anything to people with broom handles. That was, that's not a good thing. I mean, I mean, did I technically say I was going to cram the broom handle in their asses? Yes, I did. But they knew I would actually not do that. But they could tell I was upset. I probably would have smacked them around a little bit if I came back and they had messed my house. Okay, I would not have smacked them around. But I would have yelled at them. That I definitely would have done. Yeah. Pretty sure I wouldn't have. Yeah, I wouldn't have jammed the broom handle in their asses. I wouldn't have done that. That, that would have been painful. And I doubt that would have been bad. Also, there was three of them that would have just kicked my ass. But you get the point. <laughs> uh, and, but, but, uh, that, uh, here's the thing. That, that story was merely a slight, I'm seriously, a slight exaggeration. Uh, <laughs> it was just a slight exaggeration. Uh, based on what really happened but they really did do all of that stuff and I really did scream on them like what the hell you did to my part but you dumb bastards I thought y'all were just lazy but y'all are just idiots sorry man let's clean that shit up man okay no problem <laughs> you know what I'm saying so if you know anybody lazy or stupid stop them from being lazy or stupid use the S. Anthony method trash them 10 years later on your podcast like i just did <laughs> segment over all right guys let me talk to you about something uh <laughs> have you ever been in a situation where how can i put this sometimes you're in a situation where you know of something existing or an activity happening or something happening to someone and it never happens to you or it hasn't happened to you in such a long period of time that you don't really think about it anymore like a couple of years ago, no, maybe five years ago, I fell down or tripped for the first time. Literally, at that, at that point, I hadn't tripped or fallen down or lost my balance at all for any reason in, in decades at that point. So falling down was just not something my brain even paid attention to. It was like, you know, even if I was walking down the street and I tripped over a curb, my balance was good enough where it was like my brain didn't even go. You know, sometimes when something happens to you and that fight or flight thing kicks in, like, oh, God, I'm going to fall down. My brain was like, we ain't falling. We ain't worried about it. Let me put that foot. Let me put that right foot out there real quick. Bang. See, told you we weren't going to fall down. It's not even a reason to worry about it. Like continue reading the newspaper. Right. 
But it was really weird because I'm falling down and it's actually happening in slow motion. And I'm looking, I'm going, I'm falling down. This is, I keep in mind the fall took about a second. But it was like it was in slow motion because my brain was going, what the hell is going on here? I mean, we, we, were, we were standing up and we we're backing away from the TV. And, and I know I detected something hitting the, hitting the, the foot, the right foot and the heel. And uh, the room seems to be at an angle right now. And now I can see the ceiling, and the ceiling is getting larger, which means we're going in the opposite direction from the ceiling. But I shouldn't be ceiling the seeing the ceiling because I didn't tell the head to tilt up. Maybe the rooms were bang and then hit the floor, and I was like, "I just fell down," and my brain went, "Oh, huh. we just fell down. That's interesting, huh?" Right? If you fall down a lot, if you're a clumsy person, falling down is like, oh, God, I'm uh, But somebody, ah, I'm falling. What the hell? What the hell is that? Huh. It's like that. You don't have any frame of reference for it. Just like a person like me. I've never cheated on anybody. So it never occurred to me that someone that I was dating would even accuse me of cheating on someone. It never occurred to me. I've never done it. Why would I do it? If I'm getting it on with you, that's kind of what I wanted. You see, I don't need to get it on with a whole bunch of different women. I need to find one woman that I can get it on with regularly. You see, for me, the object of the whole situation is to be able to get it on. You know, like if I have food in my, in my refrigerator, I'm going to eat that because I bought what I wanted. Or the person, if I'm, if I'm a, in a relationship with the lady, she bought the stuff we both eat. There's really no reason for me to go, I got a stock refrigerator, but to screw that crap I'm going to a restaurant and a dirty restaurant at that and I'm going to go to a restaurant that's filthy and dirty and eat it because you don't know what the other person has. You have no idea what the person has. You know what the lady or the guy that you're getting it on with has pretty much. You're pretty sure that they don't have any diseases, but you don't know that the other person doesn't have any diseases. And if the other person has a disease, then you're going to have a disease. And if you're going to have a disease, then the person you're getting it on with on a regular basis, they're going to have a disease. You sick bastard. But I didn't have any frame of reference for being accused of doing that. And I remember a girl getting upset with me, accusing me of flirting with someone. I don't flirt with anybody. I really don't. I don't flirt when I have a girlfriend. I just don't do it. Why? I have a girlfriend. That's why. See, to me, flirting is like driving your car at 100 miles an hour, you know, or 120 miles an hour on the freeway. It may seem like a good idea. It may seem exciting. It may be cool to do for a short period of time because you don't realize how dangerous and stupid it actually is. Can't you control your car better at around 60 miles an hour or 65 miles an hour? Of course you can. Have you decreased the chances that you're going to get a ticket from the police at 60 miles an hour or 65 miles an hour or no further than five minutes past the speed limit? Of course you do. See, to me, five minutes past the speed limit is like your girlfriend's not there. A lady with a delicious buttocks walks by and you look at her delicious buttocks or her delicious chest yummies. You don't ogle them. You take a quick peek and you go... Those look yummy, but then your brain goes, those look yummy, but your woman's a yummy and you can actually slurp on them. And then the lady goes by and you kind of forget her about her about 10 seconds later, but you looked at them. 
That's five miles an hour over the speed limits. Not a big deal. Even if your woman catches you looking at another woman's buttocks, if she's secure, a lot of times she'll just look at you, have that little like idiot look on her face and then go back to what she's doing. I know that I've been in long term relationships when it was a new relationship, when she wasn't sure I she was what I wanted at the time. And I keep in mind, I, I don't do this anymore, but I was a, a very young man. I was like in my early 20s and she caught me looking at another lady's buttocks. She got mad. I can't believe you're looking at another lady's buttocks. You think, what about my thought? You love my button. By the way, that's exactly what she sounded like. And that's what it's like. Because at that point, I didn't go 120. I didn't get up and try to get it on with a woman. She didn't catch me in bed with a woman. She didn't see keys in my pocketbook. She didn't catch a disease. She didn't do any of those things that wouldn't be indicative of me actually getting it on with someone. That was probably going about 12 to 5, maybe 10 miles above the speed limit. It would get you a ticket. If you're nice to the police officer, they may even give you a warning. Sometimes, because there's so many other people driving 90, they don't even pay attention to you. And it's the same thing when your woman catches looking at another woman's buttocks. If it's a quick peek, she might not even pay attention. Some women will even be cool with the way they shame you. They won't come out and call you a dirty mother. They'll shame you. Oh, her butt looks nice, doesn't it? And then you go, oh, I didn't see it. That was her way of going, I caught you, I'm not going to blast you, but don't do it again. That's what a cop does when you're driving 12 miles behind the, above the speed limit. They may pull you over and go, listen, sir, we really need you to keep it safe. I'm not going to give you a ticket this time. I'm just going to give you a warning, but don't do it again. Don't drive that fast. Thank you, officer. And you go about your way. And that's usually enough to scare most people into driving safely for a while. But then there's the jackass with the supercar that decides to go 120 or 140 or 150 or 180 on the freeway and they get pulled over or there's a police chase. And that's the guy that the wife comes home or the wife tracks you and finds you at a hotel goes to the front desk tells the front desk my husband's in that room i know you saw his id this is my wife notice this i'm his wife notice that this is the same address on the thing either you go up there and get him or i'm gonna cause a scene and if it's a fly by night hotel like i really don't give a crap if you got twelve dollars i'll add you to the room i don't give a crap here's twelve dollars she goes upstairs she knocks on the door she says room service you go room service this is a fly by night hotel fly-by-night hotel where 95% of the people here are just banging people on the side. There's no room service here unless there's a bed bug room service and I don't think they have that but you open the door anyway because you're an idiot and she opens up the door and you open the door and she looks at you like you dirty bastard and then she kicks you in your exposed testicles and you go down in a heap and then she walks into the room and kicks the crap out of the babe you were nailing and you both deserved it. Well, not the violence. You deserve to be caught. I don't believe in violence. That's going 120. Going 140 would be going through that whole situation, getting back with your wife and giving her the disease. You dirty bastard. But I don't do the flirting. I don't behave away from a woman any different than I do when she's there. Why? Because I don't want any problems. And I've seen too many of my friends show up the next day and you're going, weren't you wearing those clothes yesterday? And the guy goes, yes, this is the only thing I had that she didn't set on fire in the lawn. Why did I 
buy the Lifetime channel so she could have all of those movies saying that men ain't crap. And I said, listen, I told you not to date the Lifetime channel. At least if you get the Lifetime channel, learn to suck up to your wife. It makes life easier. And he said, I sucked something. I said, yes, your secretary's tits. And that's why you're wearing a T-shirt and shorts and it's 20 degrees outside. You cheating bastard. <laughs> and that's why I don't cheat. I don't cheat because I don't want to. I don't flirt because I don't want to. You know, because you can flirt if you want to. You can flirt. So you can flirt with people if it's that playful crap. There's always that pl- kind of playful punk flirting that exists. You know, you look nice today. You can do that. Your wife's not going to get mad if you say somebody looks nice. Now, you got to be smart enough to throw your wife a compliment right after that. You go, oh, you look nice. Oh, that, you look great in that dress. All right. All right. And then the lady walks away and then you walk up to your wife and you kiss your wife on the neck and you go, yeah, girl, you this, that, this, that. And throwing whatever compliments right real quick. Or if an attractive woman walks up to you and hugs you, the first thing out of your mouth before you say hello is, here's my wife. And you mention your wife. Why? Because or, or, or which would be the best thing in the world. I even take all of that out the best thing in the world is when the hot woman come that you work with or work near comes up to you gives you a hug and a kiss on the cheek and before your wife can react to it she looks over at the wife and says the wife's name and gives her a compliment oh you must be whatever your name is and he talks about you all the time and you're going yeah that's exactly what i told you to do when you saw my wife <laughs> i mean that's not what i would say if she would just already know if I had a wife she would already know to do that it definitely wouldn't be because I was banging the crap out of her and instructed her to do that when I brought the wife because <laughs> I've seen other people do that but I never understood the whole flirting thing you know when you, you see people the couples are together and they, and, and they would do they get into the battle of who can flirt the most you know like the wife would be a little bit too enamored with some dude's muscles on his arm and then the guy will talk about some lady's shoes you can't talk about body parts that's one of the bad things women can do body parts his little arms chest stomach you can't go yeah well his chest looks good but look at the slurpability of her boobs over there because that'll get you killed her stomach is so nice she rubs the guy's stomach and you go down and you you blow air bubbles and then in some pretty lady's navel that'll get you killed it's not fair. I just thought about that for a second. Hey, uh, hey, ladies, how come when you flirt, you get to touch the dude? And when we flirt, we can't touch anything. That's not cool. All right. I think women should be able to walk around topless like dudes do. And if women get to walk around topless like dudes do, which I think they should, I think that when a woman that you're with walks up to a muscle guy and rubs his chest and say, hey, you really work out good, you should be able to work, rub the chest of a woman you find attractive that'll allow you to and say, hey, I don't know if you work out good or not, but I just love touching your boobs. Okay, once again, that's not going to work because you'll get stabbed. Um... I don't really think there's any way to win the whole flirting thing if you're a dude. I mean, you might have just stopped doing it. Because women, you know, women will kind of flirt with people, you know, because they'll flirt with people and, you know, they're so complex. They'll actually flirt with people knowing for a fact this guy has no chance of getting it on with them. They just like doing it. You know, guys, if you know, we flirt with somebody, we, we want to nail them. I mean, that's basically how we're wired, you know. You give a woman a compliment and she gives you a compliment back. You're thinking, ha I'm in. But women are going, I'm just giving you a compliment because I think you're attractive. Just because I find you attractive does not mean you're going to get to park your car in my garage, you sick bastard. Whereas guys are like, I, I 
thought I was actually probably just back this car away, right? I was kind of pulling up to the curb and it made you just put out a sign, no parking in my delicious buttocks or any other stuff. And then I, so I, I, I should pretty much leave now. I misread the signals. I should, I'm, I'm embarrassing myself now, aren't I? Okay, I, t- I will, I'll leave now because it's not fair. Flirting isn't fair, damn it. We should be able to flirt like ladies flirt, but we can't. So what I do is I don't flirt at all. Why? Why should I? Right? I mean, not to be a disgusting pig, but I'm going to sit there flirting with a woman I know I'm not going to get it on with. And, you know, she's going to get all puffed up and then get it on with somebody else. That's just dumb. I don't make any sense. It's okay to be nice to people and be cool with people and treat people with respect. That makes sense. You should do that to everybody just in general, you know. Because it's annoying when you ever flirt with somebody that doesn't even come close to flirting back. They're actually annoyed that you flirted with them. Hey, you look nice today. Yes, bastard. What? Jeez. Oh, okay, right, hold on. All right, I was just trying to be nice. Yeah, whatever. Die, bastard. Oh, jeez. Oh, man. Can I have my Big Mac now? Yeah, you can. Get out, die, bastard. You know. <laughs> I always wondered about that because it's like, as I remember, because uh, like if somebody flirts with me and I'm not flirting back with them, I'm I'm nice to them and everything's cool, but I don't I don't give them the die bastard and die bastard get away from you disgusting pig bastard. But I remember one time this this was a long time ago and this was between girlfriends. I playfully flirted with someone, nothing no, nothing uh, to the point where I would hope the person would feel uncomfortable. But it was like maybe just kind of a smile, hey, what's going on, like that, you know. And the ladies, and the only thing she didn't say was listen. I do not find you attractive sexually at all. You're not a bad looking human being, but there's absolutely no chance of any romantic anything with us at all. You're not repulsive at all, but you're not attractive at all. Would you like to continue on with this conversation without any chance, even in your mind of picturing us together? Because even in your mind, I would reject you. Do you understand that, sir? That's the only thing she didn't do. And it really hurt my feelings. It hurt my feelings more than anything else because she was the girl I lived with. And I'm going, we're already in a relationship. She goes, yes, I know. I still don't find you. Okay, that did not happen. (laughs) But that's the thing, man. I, I just, it's just really weird to flirt with somebody and not get anything back or flirt with someone and get in trouble for it. So I don't even flirt at all, man. I just treat everybody the same. If you're nice to me, I'm nice to you, and that's that. And that's all I'm going to do. I'm not flirting with nobody without their permission. Except for the hot ladies in my audience. I just want to let you know that... uh, My name is S. Anthony... I'm a Scorpio. I like long walks on the beach. But I'm in New Jersey right now, so we will not be doing any long walks on the beach because I don't want any hepatitis needles sticking us in the foot. I'm five eight and one quarter inch tall. I wear size 13 shoes. I'm disease free. And I'm open to relationships and eventually having children.
all ages welcome. Well, not all ages, because if you're kind of young, I ain't interested. And if you're old, obviously, I'm not interested. But if you're young, I'm definitely not interested. And if you're too old, I'm not interested. Also, if you're crazy, I'm not interested. If you're, if you're a pain in the ass, I'm not interested. If you're a big pain in the butt and your family's crazy, I'm not interested. You know what? I, 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 I take it all back. I, I, just, I, I, will, I will run across somebody. Don't, definitely do not send email. <clears throat> you know, you know, talking about that you want to date Mr. Thomas. Just, just don't do that. That would, that would be wrong. Unless you got a big ass, in which case I'm, I mean, what I mean, what, <laughs> um, I've embarrassed myself enough segment over. Okay, folks, I got some advice from you from a guy that ain't old, but isn't young either, but's not old, but is not young. I got to tell you right now, folks, what you need to do is you need to listen to old people because they know crap. Yeah, I said it. See, a lot of times people just get so fascinated with super duper youth and youth this and youth that. And it's great to have youth. It's great to have young ideas and young people. It's great. Young people are awesome. And so are people that are not young like me. And so are old people. We're all awesome. We all have something to, 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 to add to the, to, the, to the gumbo of society. Right. I'm in a generation where I can converse with the old people and I can also converse with the young people. We should all be part of the same group. It should be some old, some me and some young. Right. That's how everything works better. We pass along information. The old person learns from me because I'm younger than them. I learn from the young person because they're younger than me. And in some areas I teach the, old, the young person and in some areas I teach the old person and so on and so forth and back and forth. That's the way it should be. But we don't listen to people or pay attention to people. And we actually throw people away when they get a little bit old. I remember I was working in one city and I turned on the news on. I think it was uh, it was like one of those shows where you do a whole week. And Monday, I see the meteorologist. and She's a lovely middle aged woman. Very lovely. I mean, oh, yeah. <laughs> yum, 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 yum. Right. And she's on there. She's highly competent. She's just this wonderful meteorologist. I mean, she just knows her stuff. The fact that she's hot has nothing to do with it. Okay, that had something to do with why I was watching because I was actually flipping through the channels and stopped and went yum. And then I watched the news and I was oh, she 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 really knows her stuff. By that Thursday, her ass was out of there. I'm thinking maybe she's on vacation. They have someone younger there. They have a twenty three year old woman who's now the meteorologist for the station and the i'm saying wasn't that the title that the other lady had why is she gone she was gone because they found a woman that looked just like her who was half her age the lady that went out was 46 the lady that replaced her was 23 and she was good at her job too but you could tell she didn't have the kind of command of the science and a command of the equipment and the command of all of it that the 46 year old woman had but what happened the station manager wanted to go in a new direction. And the new direction was not anybody over 40, no matter how attractive you are. You're hot, but you're hot at 46, and she's a hot 23-year-old, so get the hell out. And that's what that bastard did. Well, let me ask you a question, my friend. Do I say they shouldn't have hired the 23-year-old lady? Of course not. If she's very good at the job, you don't hold it against her that she's young. She has to learn just like anyone else. It's like when you go to the doctor's office and there's interns and residents that are working with the doctor. You, you, can they, Mr. Thomas, can they work with me? Of course they can. I know the next generation, next new generation of doctors have to be trained. I want that too. I would like that. 
But I don't like it when you go in there and you're about to go into surgery. Here's Frankie. He's never done surgery before. He's a little nervous. That's why his hands are shaking. <laughs> yeah, he'll be the, he'll be leading him. No, 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 no. You need to do the damn operation. He can help you out, but you lead. Right? So what I'm saying is you don't get rid of the older person just because they're older. No, you keep them around because they're great at the job. And maybe you add the young person and then let them work their way up just like everybody else did. But sometimes we get into the whole everybody's got to be young thing that we forget that middle-aged people and old people have a lot they can offer us. Who do you think knows more about being a meteorologist? The person that's been your lead meteorologist for 15 years or the person that just got out of school? Hmm? Yes, she's, quote, hotter, unquote. But which one's better, unquote? Who would you want to drive you across country? A 50 year old who's driven back and forth across the country as a traveling salesperson that knows all the routes? Or the 15 year old, like a 16 year old who just got their license and then you handed them a GPS. Which one do you want to take you across the country? Hmm. Wait a minute. The 50 year old is giving you this is a, this is the rattlesnake roundup over there. And this is the this. In fact, a friend of mine works at this restaurant. Hey, you want to get something to eat? I'll get you a discount because I know Margie and she's a great person. While the 16 or 17 year old has a GPS that's telling them where to go. But. They're texting because they got to get that. I got, man, this is so good. Man. OMG, LOL, OMG, LOL, LOL, OMG, Bwahaha, LOL, LMFAO, oh, 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 exclamation point, D, 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 plan. We got to remember, we got to keep in mind, we got to listen to the old people because the old people, they kind of know stuff. Gotta listen to your old relatives. Your old relatives do, in fact, know some good stuff. They're walking encyclopedias of knowledge, my friend. They may not know who the latest musical artist is, and they may actually run away from uh, Twitter because they think it's the devil, but it's okay. Once you get them off the top of the china cabinet, take your grandpa back down, walk him over to the computer, and explain to him that Twitter is not the devil, and he's telling please stop sprinkling holy water on the computer or you'll break it. Once you get that through his head, he'll be, he'll, oh, I like the Twitter. This is nice. This the Twitter is nice. It's cute with the little, the, the, the Twitter. It's so cute, the Twitter. Oh, the Twitter. Right? Once you get him into, into the new stuff, he may not embrace it like you or I embrace it, embrace it, but he wouldn't be afraid of it anymore. But you can learn from him. You teach him the technology, he can teach you about life. He may not know how to be in an IT department of this, that, and he may not know what a GIF is, but he knows the human condition better than you do. Why? Because he's 80 and he's seen everything a bunch of times. You ever look back and realize how many times the old person that told you some crap was right about what somebody was going to do? You don't remember until actually after you do something dumb or don't take the advice and some bad crap happens to you and you're sitting there going, I should have listened to grandpa. Grandpa was right about that. Oh, I should have listened to dad. I should have listened to uncle. I should have listened to older cousin. I should have listened to. Oh, and some dumb crap happens to you because you didn't listen. I know what it's like. I used to be one of those people that didn't listen to old people. 
And right now, I'll be honest with you, when it's an older relative that is talking about some stuff, you see that in the beginning of the conversation is some good knowledge. And then there's about the 80 percent in the middle where they're talking about crap that has nothing to do with what you're talking about. And it has nothing to do with it. And you're going, did they forget what the hell they were talking about? And you realize they did, in fact, forget what the hell they were talking about. And then you remind them what they were talking about. And then they start from scratch and you realize you're going to be there till you're as old as they are. Right. Do you realize sometimes, even though the even though if you listen to all of it, you get some good information. Like I said, the 80 percent in the middle, you, you, you're doing everything you can to keep them falling asleep. But when it's one of those long ass stories, you know, you're going, how is this? I've heard enough of your stories to know that you're not going to tie this all together in a bow. I already know that the 80 percent in the middle of this has nothing to do with what I asked you or what you stopped to tell me about. But I'm not going to be impolite, even though inside I want to jump out the window before this story is over. Your grandfather running around to rambling on about some crap. But you know, if you listen to all of it, there's going to be a diamond in there. Yes, that diamond is in a big bucket of dog shit, but it's a diamond. Like if I told you the whole diamond is in that big tub full of dog shit, would you stick your hand in there? Yes, you would. Why? Because the hope diamonds in there. You'd want to boil your arm for six months. You wouldn't want to stick your hand in there. You'd be reluctant to do it, but you know the diamonds in there. And that's what a story from an older person is like. A tub full of shit with the hope diamond in it. You want to go to sleep sometime in the middle of those long ass stories too, right? You know, but you know the snoring would be suspicious. You know, because I bought a pair of sunglasses with the replica of my eyes on them and I would tend to fall asleep in the middle of those long ass stories. And then I'd wake up with an old person smacking me in the head going, I know you didn't just go to sleep in the middle of one of my long ass stories, boy. And I'll go, what are you talking about? And they go, I know you were sleeping. I heard you snoring. So you got to do what I do, which is very important. Make it a point to go and get into the habit of making the snoring sound effect on a daily basis. No matter what, just, just keep making it. And they go, what is wrong with this? And I don't know. It's just a thing that I do sometimes. I just make this snoring sound. So then when you go to sleep, they're used to hearing the snoring sound. You don't have to listen to one of those long ass stories. And it keeps an old person from smacking you in the face and waking you up. Because... You know, sometimes those stories go on a long ass time and maybe you do need that nap. And the fact that they're so damn boring in the middle of the nine hour story and the fact that you only need the five minutes in the beginning and the four minutes at the end to answer your question. You know, that's a good time to take a nap. Hey, boy, I got this story that's going to help you with your problem. Really? Okay, Grandpa, let me sit in this chair and put these. Let me put these glasses on. Yes, if you notice, I'm making that snoring sound right now when you know I'm awake. So if you hear the sound again, it's not that I fell asleep in the middle of one of your long ass, boring ass stories. I just make that sound regularly. So please, whatever you do, don't slap the shit out of me because you're thinking I'm asleep. Okay, I don't think that would work because just because they're old, it doesn't mean that they're dopes. But you know what I'm saying. But if you really think about it, they do have good information, right? Why do you think they call 
the things that help us out old wives tales why because old wives tales in many cases have good information and it's information that has been brought down over generations it's been proven to be accurate time after time after time after time and if you don't listen to that person you wind up with something bad happening to you that wouldn't have happened to you had you listened to the old wives tales and they don't have any old husband's tales because by the time you're an old husband and you have an old wife, you don't get to say shit. They should have old wives tales and old husband's nods. That's what it should be called because the old wife tells the tale and another husband just sits there and nods like a jackass because even if he doesn't think she's right, he doesn't want to wake up with a hot bucket of bowl of grits dumped on his balls. Yeah, I said it. You don't want to hear any young wives tales. Young wives, they don't have any tales. They're young. They don't know anything yet. And also a young wives tale usually has a young husband on top of it humping. Because, huh? What what, 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 why are you interrupting me? I'm, I'm talking about, huh? Oh, young wives. Ta- oh, you mean tales. Ta- oh, so young wives tales mean T-A-L-E-S, not T-A-I-L-S. Oh, so you mean young wives stories. So I was I was using because the word sound the same tale. I, I kind of got confused. And instead of thinking that the, the old wife would take a tale, meaning a story. And because of I was the, because the wife was young, I just automatically thought about the young wife's ass. And in my mind, turned it into tale, T-A-I-L. And then because she's a young wife, the, the husband would be on. To, oh, OK, I see what my mistake was. Thank you for for clearing that up, person who doesn't actually exist. Anyway, <laughs> but I noticed, man. I mean, as I've gotten older, and I have young relatives come up to me asking me for an advice, and I give them advice, and I could see their eyes rolling to the back of their heads, because to the net, to the average person, I'm not an old guy. I don't look like an old guy. I don't act like an old guy. I don't sound like an old guy. I don't think like an old guy. And I don't move like an old guy. But to a 15, 16, 17, or 18-year-old, I'm an old guy. I give them advice. And they look at me like, oh, God. Listen to this guy. Jesus Christ. And I'm sitting there trying to there's a couple of young relatives asking me for some advice. And I was trying to tell them the stories. And I started noticing as I was talking to them, they started making snoring sound effects even while they were sitting there wide awake. And then they tried to distract me and I turned back around and they had some glasses with a replica of their eyes on it. And then I could tell that they went to sleep. Bastards. I was insulted because first of all, I'm the one that came up with that trick. You don't ever use one of my smooth tricks on me. And second of all, you're calling me old and I'm not old yet. So just like the old relative that caught me sleeping and snoring and slapped the shit out of me to wake me up, I walked up and three stooges slapped the shit out of both of them and woke them up. And they say, what did you do that for? And I said, who do you think taught you the old person trick? I taught you the old person how to sleep in front of an old person and sleep through the long, boring ass part of their stories chick for you to use on an old person. And you 
used it on me, which implies that you think that I'm an old person. So I should slap this shit out of you, one, for using the trick, and two, for using the trick on me. And I should slap this shit out of you again because you called me old, you bastards. And I don't think they even heard that because they went back to sleep. I could tell they went back to sleep because while I was saying that, I saw them put the glasses back on. And 30 seconds later, I heard the snoring sound again. Those young bastards. <laughs> but in all seriousness, you know, I, I remember some of the things that before my grandmother and uh, grandfather passed away. I remember some of the stuff that they told me. And I was, and when I thought back on some of the advice they had given me, my mom too, and the advice my mom has given me too, um, you realize that you know they're wise, and they know what they're talking about for the most part, and their accuracy rate is pretty pretty good. Like I realized that you know my mother and my grandfather, and my grandma, my grandma, the accuracy rate regarding the um, advice that they gave me was somewhere in the eighty five ninety percent range. And if somebody gives you advice 85, 90% of the time, they're accurate. And 85%, 90% of the time, it's helpful. And 85, 90% of the time, it's to your benefit. You should probably listen to them. Even if the story takes nine years, (laughs) even if the story takes nine years, like I said, even if they, even like I said, it was a, it was a, it was a, it was a tub full of some kind of disgusting, noxious substance. And you knew the Hope Diamond was down there. Or you knew there was a sealed suitcase with a billion dollars in there. You'd stick your hand in and get it. But in the case of an older relative or somebody like a grandma or a mom giving you advice... Even though you don't necessarily want to hear the long version of their stories. You know there's a diamond in there. Or two. Or three. Or four. Hell, let's be honest. Sometimes <laughs> the whole bottom of the tub is covered in diamonds. And uh, you know it's worth it just to hear what they have to say. That's what I found. So to all the older people of the world, the ones that are related to me and the ones that are related to you, uh, even though sometimes your stories are long as hell, and I mean long as hell, I want to say for, you know, from, you know, from sons, daughters, thanks. Thanks for the diamonds. Segment over. Well, folks, I want to say thank you again for stopping by. This has been episode number 178 of the S. Anthony Says podcast, also known as S. Anthony Says, starring yours truly, S. Anthony Thomas. And I want to thank everybody uh, very, very much for uh for the kind words and, and for the follows I want to give a special shout out to my uh, Twitter homie at uh, Twitter hero thank you very much I saw your tweet today thank you I appreciate it I will tell everybody to go follow at Twitter hero but you're probably already following the bastard because he has 16 gazillion followers but if you're not one follow him anyway why because I said so and to those of you out there that want to follow me 
Follow me at my Twitter, which is at S. Anthony Thomas. Follow the podcast's Twitter at S. Anthony Says. And uh, uh, the email, even though I know you know, people, we already know what the email address is, man. Yeah, well, there are new people coming along all the time. So I have to tell everybody what the email address is so they can write to me, too. OK, so I'm going to do that now. Damn it. Uh, the email address for the show is the S. Anthony Says podcast at Gmail dot com. Thank you. Uh, I just want to say to everybody, thank you very, very much. It's been a, it's been a pleasure to do this show. Um, I appreciate the kind words, you cool bastards. Much love to every last one of you. And uh, I will see you when. Let me think. When will the next time be that I see my beautiful bastards? I'm not sure. Let's see. Let's see. Um, when will I see my beautiful bastards again on the podcast? I let me hold on. Let me think about this for a minute. And then in addition to that, I'll go times six, three, times four to the fifth power, times eight plus one divided by twenty-seven, time times Google plus pi times eight and six divided by four and then the 16th power and then you put the uh, and then divided the six times 90 20 six plus three and six eight oh that's right next week <laughs> i will see you guys next week much love to everybody uh i want to thank like i said i want to thank you guys very very much um because uh last week's episode was another record breaker uh so thank you you know, so uh, just like I said last time, is uh, guess there's no pressure on this episode, huh? <laughs> oh God, it's all down here from here. I don't know. Maybe I should just stop doing the show. I mean, this is what about this episode blows? I don't know. I, I just, <clears throat> I mean, <laughs> how's it going out there, everybody? <laughs> I will see you next week. Much love to every last one of my beautiful bastards. S. Anthony out.